It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to episode 152 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk aqua jogging for runners. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational. And let the Marathon Running Podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond. Hey runners, welcome to episode 162. My name is Letty. My name is Ryan. And we are recording this episode All the way from Germany to Florida, where I hear it's super hot right now because you're in the middle of summer, Ryan. <laughs> it's always hot in Florida in summer. It is. It sure is. And I feel like what better thing is there to do on a hot day than spend some time in the pool? And with that, I guess I'm trying to introduce the topic of aqua jogging for runners, Which I know it's not hanging out in the pool, obviously. It's a form of cross training, but that's what we're talking about today. So you did aqua jogging because you broke your foot and you seemed to enjoy it, did you? I enjoyed aqua jogging surprisingly a lot, especially compared to how much I hate the treadmill, how much I hate the elliptical, how much I hate just spending uh, time somewhere stationary. Aqua jogging in Florida was the best solution for a broken foot for me personally, because you're out in the pool, you're out in nature, and you're not in one spot. I was jogging all over that pool. Um, Even though it was relatively small. But yes. my next question is, are you going to continue to aqua jog now that your foot's better? No, absolutely not. Nothing <laughs> nothing beats the pleasure and joy that running gives me. But I'm happy to have found an alternative to running if I ever do need to cross-train because I feel like an injury is coming on. Well, maybe on a hot day when you might not otherwise want to run in the middle of the afternoon, you could potentially try it again. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. And you just gave me another idea. You know how kids are out of school in the summer and sometimes you don't have a summer camp for them. You could potentially, if you have small kids, bring your kids to the pool, you do the aqua jogging and the kids just play in the pool and everyone is in the same spot. So that's kind of nice too. Yeah. You don't move very far when you're aqua jogging. Exactly. So who are we talking to today? So we're talking to running coach Erica Weitz, who was the one who coached me through aqua jogging. She is an Olympic trial marathoner, and she has done aqua jogging quite a bit herself through her injuries and still done really well. I mean, obviously, because she is an Olympic trial runner. And first she discusses how the technique actually works. And then she discusses the type of injuries where she recommends 
aqua jogging for, uh, you know, stress fractures and tendonitis. And, uh, and she also shares her strategies for structuring aqua jogging workouts, interval sessions, and all that. She also talks about the common misconceptions about aqua jogging and gives some tips on how to get started. So you want to get into it? Sure. So without any further ado, we're now going to play our conversation with Erica Weitz. All right. So I'm back on here with Erica Weitz. Erica, thank you so much for joining me again. Hey, Letty. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm excited. Of course. And so we've had you on and it was a minute ago. So I'm going to ask you, maybe you can introduce yourself to our listeners again. Tell us what you do, what your PR is, and then we can hop into today's topic. Yeah, sounds good. My name is Erica White, and I'm originally from New Jersey, but I've lived in Florida for the last like 17 years. And I'm a running coach, and um, I coach athletes ranging from the mile and shorter all the way up to like marathons and ultra marathons. Um, and I have run 13 marathons myself. I'm a personal trainer, also a certified nutritionist, um, but I specialize in the running and distances. So my PR is a 241.54 uh, chip time for the marathon. And my gun time is 242.02. <laughs> um, I like to go by my chip time, though. My, uh, I guess, like, 5K PR is 16.59. Um, and then half marathon, 117.58. Um, and then I hope to better those times a lot more um, this upcoming years, for sure. And uh, my athletes pump me up, and I try to pump them up. That's awesome. We know know that we're in good hands with you. So that given, we want to talk about aqua jogging today. Um, you kind of introduced me to that when I was injured beforehand. I was just picturing, you know, the whatever you see online, which is people from the 80s in a picture kind of jogging around in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners that don't know what aqua jogging is, maybe you can tell us about that briefly. Yeah. You're right. And people think about aqua jogging, they think about like aqua aerobics and like the, the 80s style, like mainly older people. And like, no, anyone can do aqua jogging. It's basically mimicking the running motion, but in the water. Um, so some people do it with a belt, flotation device belt. Some people do it without, um, which is really hard. Uh, but I always recommend to start doing it with a flotation device. And then you have to work on keeping your upper body um, straight up. Um, engaging your core, engaging your upper body. You actually engage your core and upper body a lot more when you aqua jog than when you run on land. Um, but your legs are doing the running motion and it feels really awkward at first. But, um, you know, the, and you might not get exactly like your running motion, but it's the closest thing to running that's not running on land, except for besides for like an alter G uh, anti-gravity treadmill. So anytime anyone has an injury, um, unfortunately injuries happen. I always try to keep everyone as healthy as possible. Um, but sometimes they just come up or freak things happen. Um, so aqua jogging minimizes the impact, which is really good. And um, it helps you to stay in shape and keep up that strength and cardio vascular endurance while you're injured. Um, and then I can go on forever, but it's also good for non-injured runners too. So uh, I know Olympians will do aqua jogging sometimes as like their second run of the day or like supplemental cross training workout. So it's good for everyone, really. Let's clarify. I'm trying to paint a picture for our listeners. So they're in yeah. the deep end. They're either held up by a belt that goes around their belly, which helps them <laughs> from going under because obviously... When we get into the water, the less body fat you have, the more buoyant you are and you go down versus floating. But it's also extremely yeah. hard to 
actually be upright straight at a 90 degree angle in the water because of otherwise you kind of go into the swimming motion. So you're in the water and you are standing in one place or are you trying to move forward from one side to the other as you aqua jog? Yeah, it's a good question because you do want to move forward. Um, So usually like in the deep end, I'll make like a square. So I'll go forward and then I'll turn to the left and then I'll turn to the left again and then I'll just kind of keep going and then maybe I'll switch directions. Um, So, yeah. And, you know, when you're running, you're not completely straight up. You're also you have a little bit of a forward lean. So you want to try to get a little bit of a forward lean when you're aqua jogging to like most closely um, resemble running. Um, And then... You know, you don't want to be hunched over, but you want to have like a little forward lean coming from the ankles, if possible. It is it is tough. Um, so it's good to maybe before you start aqua jogging, do some drills in the water um, that include, you know, high knees, butt kicks, um, maybe some like A skips and B skips, kind of like you would um, on the land. But do that in the water just to kind of get your legs moving. Um, and then, yeah, you can mix it up with different drills, too. Like, you can practice, start with, like, maybe putting your hands in the air. There's so many different things you can do. Um, and then just, like, running with just your legs. And then you can, like, kind of keep your legs together and just, like, move your arms, get that arm moving motion. Um, so then when you actually go to Aqua Jack, it feels a little bit easier. So those are some other things you can do. Um, yeah, it's really hard. You can also, um, and I haven't done this with my athletes yet, but you can strap like a bungee cord to the end of a pool and then like tie it around yourself. Uh, <laughs> and you can mimic like the hill running in the water and just like practice lifting your knees and uh, really pumping your arms. So that way when you get to a hill on land, you'll surprise yourself like, oh my gosh, because that's hard in the water. And then when it gets to land, it doesn't feel as hard. Yeah, I can see that. So we're going to um, hopefully get some video footage that I can link in our podcast descriptions of Erica doing some aqua jogging for us. Let's see. Let's see if we can manage to get her to do that. Um, You just mentioned that it's pretty close to running, but how is that more beneficial in some cases than running? Yeah. So um, it minimizes the impact. So, um, you know, very common injuries that runners experience are like injuries with the joints, like the knees, the ankles, the hips. Um, so when you're running in the water, you're getting that running motion, you're getting that movement, but without putting stress and impact on those knees, hips, ankles. Um, you know, as we get older, we have to take care of our bodies a lot better than we have in the past. Um, so we can do all the pre and post workout mobility, foam rolling routines, um, additional strengthening exercises, um, to keep ourselves healthy. Um, but sometimes, you know, injuries happen. Um, so aqua jogging is a great way to keep yourself in shape um, without that impact. Um, also, there's like so many other things that it's good for, but also it's like a good full body workout um, because you have more resistance when you're running in the water than you would running on land. So it's almost like kind of similar to running against the wind. Um, so, you know, in a race that happens and unexpected, but if you're if you're used to aqua jogging, you'll have that practice with like running against adversity and, um, and then it strengthens your whole body. Like I said, you have to engage your core more when you're aqua jogging, you have to hold yourself upright. Um, and you actually get, um, more resistance training than you would if you were like swimming or running horizontally, um, which I was doing some research and that's what they said. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. It also, you can like change directions really quick when you're off the jogging. And a lot of times you do because you have to do it in the deep end of the water. And a lot of times 
when you look at a deep end, it's not very big. Um, so you're constantly moving and changing directions. And when you're running on land, you might not be changing directions as often. So you're actually working different muscles. Um, you can even like when you go forwards, you create like a current and then you can go backwards and you're running against that current. So that's really helpful and gives you like a little extra workout in the workout too. Let's talk about the heart rates, because as you mentioned earlier, uh, aqua jogging is the closest thing to running when it comes to cross training. I've experienced myself or sitting on a bike where I'm pedaling, my heart rate doesn't go anywhere near where it goes when I aqua jog. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's right. It's true. And that's what everyone says when I aqua jog, they can't get their heart rate up. Um, and actually when I was doing some research on aqua jogging, cause I wanted to see like exactly how much lower it is. It said that like on average, your heart rate would be about 10 to 15 feet lower in the water than it would be on land. Um, so the cool thing is like that you can exert the same, uh, energy, but your heart rate will be lower. So you can actually recover faster, um, from like aqua jogging intervals. Um, you can actually make it a more efficient workout, like get more done in a short amount of time. Um, and runners are all about efficiency. We all have busy schedules, want to get the run done as efficiently as we can. Um, so aqua jogging is really cool like that. Um, yes, yeah, so your heart rate will be lower, but you can get a lot more work done. And so that's one of the benefits. Yeah. And it'll still be higher than riding a bicycle. So, I mean, at least in my own experience, it's still higher than that, but lower than your actual runs. So yeah, I think it's hard, harder than yeah, biking. It definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. So let's talk about you and how you found aqua jogging, because I know that you told me right before you qualified for the Olympic trials or before you ran the Olympic trials, you had an injury and you were able to keep your fitness through aqua jogging. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Actually, probably about, I was trying to count. There's been like five or six times in my life that I've used aqua jogging to help me get through injuries. And then um, I've always come back stronger than ever. Um, so the first one was actually my senior year of high school. Um, I thought I was invincible because I was the only one on my team that had never been injured. And I was like, and my dad had gone through a lot of injuries when he was younger. And I was like, oh, I'm not like that. I'm invincible. Then I had my first knee injury. And that was from just not listening to my coach at the time and running too much, like running a 10 mile race when I wasn't trained for it. Um, but you know, we we're young and dumb. Um, so I ended up getting this irritation under my kneecap. And so my dad was the one that introduced me to aqua jogging because he had been injured many times. He ran back in the eighties. Um, and so I practiced it. They had a, a belt at the YMCA and I would go to the pool every single day. It was my senior year of high school and I was going to college, um, for tracking cross country at UCF. So I had to be on my A game. Like I couldn't lose my fitness. Um, so I missed my senior year track, which was awful, but I ended up um, going to the pool every day and I would do like one to two hours in, of aqua jogging, um, and you know, I can't remember if I did any workouts at the time, but the second time I had aqua jog was my senior year of college. And, um, I was much luckier then because I went to UCF and we had this really nice athletic training room. They actually had an underwater pool that, um, the trainer would sit there and she'd press a button and like make the current stronger. to like resemble interval workouts. So I would do the exact same workouts that the team did on land, but in the water, um, every day for about two and a half months. And, um, oh yeah, real quick backtrack to high school. Um, so I actually started off my senior year of college. I'm oh, sorry, my freshman year of college way faster, um, than I would have if I didn't have the injury because <laughs> it kind of gave me a break from running on land. And then 
um, when I came back to the land, I was way better. And I was surprised my coach in college as a walk-on. She was like, wow, um, you're better than I thought you'd be. So then <laughs> my senior year of college, um, I came back to running on land after like two and a half months of aqua jogging. And I ended up like, I noticed the first month back, it was hard because it's not quite the same as running on land. First month back, there were some people that were passing me in practice that I had never, I'd always been ahead of. But then one month after running on land, I PR'd by like 54 seconds in the 5K on the track. Um, so I really think aqua jogging is amazing because of that. And then um, I guess fast forward to another couple times of aqua jogging. The most recent one was in 2020. I got injured six weeks before the Olympic trials and I ended up. Um, so I hated it. I didn't like aqua jogging. So all these times I've done it, but I knew I had to do it. And I tried to make it as fun as possible by like wearing my aftershocks listen to like audibles and, you know, podcasts with my phone on the side. So um, I aqua jog basically three or actually I guess like that six weeks before the trials. I'd go every other day. Um, every other day I would go and I'd run like four, four minutes hard in the pool and then four minute rest. So I'd go so hard in those four minutes that I would like sit down for four minutes, <laughs> even though now I'd probably do it differently. And I'd probably like mix up the intervals, maybe not just four minutes. And then I would jog in between easy, <laughs> but I would just kill myself for four minutes. And then I'd rest <laughs> and I'd breathe like heavily for four minutes. <laughs> I do that four times. And then, um, it was like a VO2 max workout in the water. And then uh, every other day in between, I would either cycle like for an hour and a half, two hours, or I'd go on the elliptical if I could. Um, so I ended up making it through the Olympic trials. Um, I think like three weeks before the trials, I was able to run a little bit for like those three weeks. So I was lucky. But um, I was able to finish the trials. Not my best time. I was a hilly course too. But I didn't have any injuries. And I've been feeling good ever since. That's amazing. I mean, you know, I kind of had the same thing happen, obviously not Olympic trial level, but you know, I had this broken foot and you made me aqua jog. Um, I wouldn't say I hated it at all. I actually loved it much more than I ever loved any kind of treadmill. I, it was very peaceful. And obviously depending on the pool that you picked, I picked this senior pool in my parents' community and it was dead in the morning. So there was nobody there. Um, I mm -hmm. played a podcast. I had my aftershocks in and everything. It only got weird when there's people that are there to lay out in suntan and they're older and you're in the pool breathing heavily. You know, that's where it kind of crosses that line a little bit. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I love when you told me that you loved aqua jogging. I was so relieved. Because I'm like, oh, no, they're going to hate this. They're going to hate their life. Um, but I was so thankful for that. When you have the intervals in there, it kind of spices it up a little bit, too. It makes it go faster. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, for the listeners that now got inspired and they have an injury and they want to approach that, I will post a link to the belt that I ordered from Amazon in our show notes. But maybe you can tell them how they would approach, let's say, a four- to eight-week kind of break from running what can they do in the pool obviously you know starting slowly and then working up to something if they have a fall marathon for example oh yeah that's good yeah so i would say like start small and work your way up um because it can be a little overwhelming it's kind of like taking out a new sport um so you go in the water maybe for like 30 minutes the first time and you know just get a feel for the water um and then of course any like 
pre and post exercises, if you're able to do any of them on the land without irritating whatever the injury is, um, you can always do those. Otherwise, um, you know, you can start with some drills in the water um, or you can even finish with drills in the water. Kind of be like, it would be like a dynamic warm up. Um, so you can do like Frankenstein walks, um, A skips, B skips, all that. Um, but definitely stay in the deep end for everything because you don't want your light feet to touch the bottom. Um, it still would be less impact than like if you were running on land, but if your feet touch the bottom, but try not to do that because you want to get rid of the impact completely. Um, and yeah, just start small, go with 30 minutes. And then when you go for intervals, um, it's a lot harder first than running on land. So maybe start with like 30 second intervals and then gradually work your way up to like one minute intervals. And, you know, even if you do 30 second intervals, give yourself like a minute or two jog in between. Um, and then you can work your way up. And then when you're doing four minute intervals, like I was, whew, if it really is deathly and you're going really fast, you can do like four minute break. Um, you know, or at least try to jog in between that way you keep your legs moving. Um, but overall, I think you're gonna, you're, you'll find it very challenging and it's a good way to spice up your uh, cross training for sure. Even if you're not injured too. So for cross training purposes with aqua jogging, cause I know it's not like running. Would you suggest the athletes only do two workouts, three workouts a week, or can they do that more frequently? Say if they want to go get into the pool five days a week. Yeah, yeah. If you are able to, like, if you're used to running five days a week, I would say try to get into the pool at least five days a week. Um, or you can do like what I did every other day, um, depending on how much you enjoy aqua jogging. Um, but really, the more you can do it, the better, because it's just like, you know, simulating that running. Um, and then, you know, there's some ellipticals that you get a, a wider stride, but really aqua jogging would be the closest to running. So that's what you'd want to try to do. Um Yeah, I had an athlete training for the marathon, um, and he was aqua jogging uh, for a little while. And um, actually, it's funny. He told me recently, he's like, you had me do four hours of aqua jogging in the water. And I thought that I was like, did I really? And then I'm like, but I mean, he PR'd his marathon. He did great. But then I felt bad. I was like, wow. But then you'd be running. He'd be running four hours on land as a workout anyway. So, like, I had him do it in the water. <laughs> so, yeah, it might be nice, but I'm still tough coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's for sure. You know, I feel like you can't really expect an improvement if you're not putting in at least as much work with this to maintain, because there's no miracle pill for, for doing that. And then, like you said earlier, to break up the monotony, it's nice to have your aftershocks on because like we said, the belt does hold you above water unless you can do it without needing a belt which is really hard. Um, a tip for me would be, yes, don't uh, touch the ground with your feet because one, you want to take the pressure off. But then also, if you do it a little bit, which I accidentally did at one point, because like I said, the senior ladies were moving into the pool. I had to move to the site. I was touching the ground just a little bit. And I think it was a 30-minute session and my toes were raw because the pool ground is obviously, you know, it's made to not be slippery. And so then the next day I had severely, you know, that impact of when you're just kind of shaving the skin of your toes. So it was, it was pretty bad. So just be careful with that. <laughs> At least you uh, still minimize the impact, but you might have a little bit of impact there. So oh, you're yeah. a fat healer, so... You know, you healed with your uh, broken ankle in like less than four weeks. So you were probably already almost healing at that point. 
<laughs> I, I did get over it quickly, but um, definitely would be an alternative if it's for something longer. So I'm going to uh, put your information in the notes so that people can contact you if they have more questions. And uh, I can attest to Erica doing really good aqua jogging workouts that keep you running and, you know, keep you going because the alternative would be doing it on your own. And you know how that can be hard sometimes when you don't really know what you're doing and and you're basically just going easy the whole time. And uh, I feel like you did a great job with me. So I highly recommend you. But maybe you can tell our listeners also how to find you. Yeah, that's a good question. So um, basically, you can find me on Instagram. That's a popular one at exclusive Erica. So that's E-X-C-L-U-S-I-V-E-E-R-I-C-A, two E's in the middle, uh, Exclusive Erica, or um, you can find me on Facebook at Erica Whites, W-E-I-T-Z. You can also go to my website at exclusive-endurance.com. Um, check out, like, you know, we'll have a little bio on there. Um, there's also, like, different coaching packages that I offer. Um, so there's literally something for everyone. Um, and I've helped people you know, start starting off aqua jogging who had like already had an injury from the start. And then people who have, you know, unfortunately injuries happen, but I've helped them to work out of it. And I would say just about every single time the athletes come back stronger than ever um, and set PRs after completing the aqua jogging and recovering. So it's really rewarding. I love it. Thank you so much, Erica. Thanks, Liddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Erica, for speaking with us. And I'm going to link the aqua jogging belt in our Amazon storefront, which is posted in the show notes here. And Ryan, are you excited to maybe potentially try out some aqua jogging sometime? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think I would do an injury, but I like to do other stuff in the water. Here we have it. Not enticing enough, but enticing enough for when we have an injury. And if that ever should happen... Keep this episode in mind for tips. With that, guys, we're going to sign off. Ryan, have fun in Florida. I'm sure Germany's more temperate. Well, it's actually been pretty warm here, too. And with that... Have a good week of running or aqua jogging. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.